0: Hello, and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. I'm Justin Castle calling in from New York,
1: New York. And I'm Mike Margulies, today calling in from Battambang, Cambodia, and this episode, we're uh, being joined by Christina Jin in San Francisco. And Christina is actually the founder of a startup called Space Hitch, uh, which you can find at spacehitch.com. Uh, feel free, actually, Christina, to jump in here if I'm misrepresenting you, if you have something to add uh, whenever you nope. like. But <laughs>
2: is that a perfect so far? <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, I mean, basically, uh, if I have it right, then Space Hitch is you are connecting uh, people who need things from random spots in the world that are hard to find items, rarities, uh, you know, from that mom and pop store maybe uh, in some uh, random country in Southeast Asia, for example, uh, with a person, with the backpackers who have extra space in their bags uh, and can take that item back to you.
2: Um, So, hello everyone. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Basically, we're connecting travelers to people who want things from other places. So it can be because uh, something you want doesn't exist in your city or simply because it's much cheaper somewhere else. Um, and obviously, backpackers are great because they travel hmm. so much, but anyone who is traveling can basically be a part of it.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. How, how, what inspired this idea?
2: I was out of the U.S. for four years. I actually just got back to the U.S. to kind of uh, start Space Hitch just to incorporate and get all the paperwork done. Um, and the first, like, couple months, you're like, oh, it's fine. You know, every country has, like, toothpaste and gummy bears and shampoo. But then after a while, you're like, oh, this sucks. None of this is the stuff that I used to use. Um, and it's just you miss so many things from, like, I don't know. There's no hot sauce, like, outside the U.S. Um, just everything, like 90% of the things that you take for granted down the street, um, you can't get even in a lot of major cities in Western Europe. And um, so, you know, you travel, you make a lot of friends who are also expats, and every time anyone goes home, everyone's just like, get me all this stuff. And you realize that no matter how long you travel, (laughs) um, no matter where you relocate to, you always go home even if like you don't live in that country anymore you always go back to get stuff every year and most of my friends do it and then um from a business perspective you think about uh all the space that people are not using and then you just basically add it together it's like oh it makes good business sense
1: yeah i think it's um i mean it's pretty awesome and i think it also would work for example if i'm backpacking now and oh man i forgot uh this thing I can only get in the states. Uh, I could use Space Hitch to get have someone in the states, maybe uh, who's heading this direction, starting their travels, uh, help me to get my item. Um, it's a yeah. I think it's a really cool idea, the cool concept, just connecting people. Uh, you know, make basically it's sort of like connecting people traveling so that folks who are at places they can't get their things can get them, uh, and that's it's kind of like a I think I think a lot of backpackers or people that are not traveling could find useful to get to that rare little item.
2: So. Yeah, absolutely. And we started basically to, you know, help people cuz when you're out in the middle of Cambodia for 3 years like you realize you can't get Crest toothpaste and you know your <laughs> the allergy medicine you generally take and when you're at home it's super easy to go to any store and get like, you know, a lot of things you can't find elsewhere. So If you're in Cambodia and someone comes by and is able to help you get a package of just a couple everyday items, that's such a huge thing for you. But to them, it's like, it's totally easy. So it was like, why don't you create a way that's, you know, a big help to someone, but totally not a hassle for someone else?
1: Yeah. And so, I, I guess I'm curious, I'm guessing that there was some sort of personal inspiration, like you were, when you were abroad, there was something that you wanted from home, or when you were not abroad, you wanted something else from a country you had visited, is there like a personal spark that caused you to think of this idea?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely, so like you said, like, you know, basically 90% of the things that you can find in the U.S., like, it's hard to find like outside i'm sure there's like replacements and stuff but like that thing you want like you can't find and the thing i really like is candy so uh when i went <laughs> to visit my friend <laughs> that, that was the spot i was like you know just having a 99 cent candy but um when i went to germany like um just in any random like uh grocery store there was just really good like candy and i was like oh my god i'm gonna buy like a thousand packs of this and like take it with me i was like oh, maybe that's not a good idea, you know, that might seem kind of weird. And I was like, all right, well, and I was almost going to fly back to Germany because I li- I was in Europe at the time, so I was like, it's only, you know, a $200 plane ticket to go get a 99-cent pack of candy. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and in the USA, I like the, the I don't know if you guys have them over in uh, New York, but it's the uh, Gummy Sharks fruit snacks that you find at, like, uh, Safeway or Lucky's. yeah. Sure. I was like, gummy yeah. sharks. So like that's one of my favorites, and I was just like, oh my god, how can I get some? Like I was like, All right, maybe I can get like my friend to mail me some, but um, the places I was at, like I was in Istanbul at that time. They don't, they don't
1: have gummy bears in Europe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not as good as like not as good as like certain yeah. gummy bears. Um, and then, like the places I was staying at, the post system wasn't that good. And then, like, I didn't even think some of the places I stayed at had like mail. So I was like, "Oh, this sucks! Like, I can't get any gummy bears unless I go fly over." So I was like, <laughs> "Well, uh, who can get me gummy bears? How about all those people who fly from Germany to Istanbul every day? Like, and that's what started it."
1: That's awesome. So gummy bears, a. Uh, I- Craving for gummy bears was the inspiration for Space Age, <laughs> essentially.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when you say it like that, it just seems so much less. Uh, no, I think it as... sounds
1: awesome. Actually, that's. <laughs> I think that just, yeah, that's an awesome story. <laughs> hey,
0: necessity is is the father and the mother of invention, and you needed gummy bears. You needed gummy sharks. Exactly. That's what you also,
2: <laughs> um, maybe, uh, maybe like buffalo sauce that
0: was awesome oh my god oh so good
1: yeah. yeah i think if i go without um spicy food for too long i go through withdrawal so i think if i find myself in a country without any spicy food i'm gonna need to space hitch it to me like so tabasco sauce <laughs> <laughs>
0: like mike mike is that the num? what is the number one thing that you would get right now if, if right space- now if space hitch were live
1: right now what would you get um, Tabasco actually sounds pretty good right now. They've got, um, they do have spicy food here. Although I, you know, I kind of like that. There's a certain flavor I like. Uh, Tabasco is, um, it's not always the flavor I want, but sometimes I haven't had that in, in months. So that would be good to have some, uh, what about, yeah, a Mar- that would be it. What about a Maryland or a oh, Texas so, thing? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, oh, I could get so, like a Baltimore Ravens hat. Cause I lost mine. I have this thing recently of losing hats. Uh, not losing hats. Actually, hats well, get stolen clothing. from me uh, all the time. Um, usually I'll be out, like, I'll just be wearing a hat, and some girl will say, oh, can I borrow that hat? And I'll say, sure, why not? And then <laughs> and you it, just give it to her? I, oh, I don't give it to her. I, I just hand it to her to borrow, not intending to give it to her, and then they end up just taking it. And this has happened to me three times, um, and I need to learn. I think it's the universe telling me I, I shouldn't be wearing a hat. <laughs> what what
2: did she borrow it for? Like, is it a really sunny day and she forgot her own hat? No,
1: I just wear really cool hats. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. no, actually, I was sad though because it was. A, I had this one hat. Um, it was this green hat with an eyeball on it. Um, there's a picture of it actually from uh, one of our episode covers, a few episodes back. Um, and I was. It was. I got it in Chiang Mai. It was painted on. Uh, it really was a hat that spoke to me. Um, And on a boat, some girl was like, oh, can I borrow that hat? And I said, yeah, sure. And then next thing you know, when the boat stopped, she was already long gone by the time I got off the boat, just like took off with it. That kind of thing has happened to me a few times. So the first one I had was a Baltimore Ravens hat. Um, That was the first one that was taken from me. So I think uh, that would be a good thing to get space hitched out to me. A a Baltimore Ravens hat. (laughs) Because I don't have any hat right now. (laughs)
2: Uh, All right, well, we've had uh, a lot of people who are in like Cambodia, Vietnam, that area basically just like email us and be like, Oh, are you guys live? Like, I can't do anything on the site right now. But like, I'm going to Cambodia later. Like I want to sign up. So you're probably in luck.
1: Yeah, uh, good. Awesome. Good. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. when,
0: what is your target? Like, what what is your goal? Do you have a, a goal launch date?
2: Yeah, yeah. um, we should be up latest by mid-May. Wow! Wow, that's
0: that's really soon. Holy crap! So once you go live, go once you go live. Uh, uh, what's the what's the process? What's the process like for going through a space?
2: Okay, so basically you just go to the website and you sign up. Um, you'll be able to sign up either with Facebook or just you know with your email, and you're gonna have to create a profile. And we're going to make it that if you want to do anything on Space Age, you'll have to fill out your profile um, just so we don't have a bunch of people with like empty profiles being right. weird and creepy and stuff like that. So you... And it'll be super simple. It's like a picture, your name, you know, where you're from, maybe what languages you speak and what, what you like to do when you travel. Nothing super major.
1: Yeah, it sounds right. kind of like so. Maybe you have a similar system like Couchsurfing has, almost right, where you've got this profile. People see what you're about and ratings and stuff, so you can see, hey, is this person a reliable person? You no, know, did they actually deliver the stuff? Did they actually give the money when that was when things were delivered? Kind of thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, definitely, um, you'll be able to leave ratings and comments for other people. So right. you have like a good, a bad, and neutral experience. And you can write stuff. Um, Couchsurfing's profile is a little long. We're gonna like keep it somewhat simpler. Uh, maybe more like, uh, I mean. I don't know, if, maybe more like um, Airbnb, but theirs is like mm. really, really simple. But just like a couple paragraphs, yeah. so it doesn't take like forever to fill out. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, it's always that then, balance, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And then, so, whether you are traveling or you are somewhere looking to buy things, you can just go and create a post. So if you're a traveler, it's probably going to be easiest just to list like uh, your trip details, uh, where you're going, uh, when you're landing there, where you're coming from, what day, um, and also how much space you have. Uh, As a buyer, it's probably going to be the easiest for you to like search. So we'll have a search option and you can search by anywhere, uh, anything. So you can even just uh, find a list of people who are coming to your country Um, and maybe you didn't know you needed something from Greece, but Hey, someone's coming to Cambodia from Greece. You can just get some random Greek stuff. Um, and then after that, you get in touch and you kind of talk with the person. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And one thing we're trying to promote is kind of, I didn't know I wanted a figurine
1: of Hercules, but now that there's on there,
2: (laughs) (laughs) there you go. And then, so this is kind of just another extension of the share economy that's popping up everywhere. Um, hey Justin, do they have like Uber and stuff in New York yet?
0: Uber, yeah, they've got they've got Uber. Um, I don't really use it that much, but I know that um, some people, some of my friends, use it currently.
2: Okay, yeah. So when I got back to the USA. Uber and like, you know, all this share car stuff was the new big thing. And that could have surprised me because back in Europe, I was like, oh, we were doing this like already, like we were already having carpools, but you know, so the share economy is becoming super prevalent. We want to be a part of that um, just because it's way cooler than making everything like a cold, hard cash transaction. We're encouraging people to maybe uh, exchange services. So someone brought you over. I don't know, six bottles of Tabasco sauce, you can pick them up from the airport and kind of teach them how to use public transportation. Uh, Cause that's kind of more helpful than like getting them a cab ride and then like dropping them somewhere and they're still like lost because they don't know how to use the metro system or whatnot. That's
1: really cool concept. Yeah, that's yeah, trading cool, yeah. different goods or services. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. That's a new emerging kind of thing all over is this people you know, it's like couch surfing and Uber. It's people are helping each other out, um, and it's. A, I think it's a really cool thing that's starting. To, you're starting to see these kind of things emerge. So yeah, that's. I, I like the sound of that I, actually. I, uh.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think it's also along the concept of. I think society in general is going that direction of shared, like Zipcar, like uh, all. I everything's on demand. Everything's when you need it you know just like the internet i want to g- i want to go see this show right now at this time this is what i need so i'm going to go do this i think that's i think that you're right on you're right in there um on the edge of of the way that we everybody's going and uh you're definitely one of the pioneers so it's it's an it's definitely a privilege to be hearing this before it's live that's a cool thing yeah yeah
1: and it I, and actually,
2: thank you guys very much. <laughs> Getting in the <laughs> mood. Can we
0: flatter of, you some more?
1: <laughs> it almost reminds me of kind of like a Burning Man type of thing, also, where people are, uh, people are starting to kind of share things with each other, and um, yeah, it's neat. It's not, it's a super hippie thing uh, too, maybe, <laughs> um, but it's it's cool. Um, I I think it's it is kind of the direction. I think the world's heading you know instead of oh like the zip car thing you were mentioning uh castle you know rather than say i don't need to necessarily own a car uh i can have a car available to me uh when i need it and those kinds of uh i think we are seeing more of those kinds of services emerge where folks are just you know communally sharing some resource instead of everyone having their own thing um right it's an interesting way of Why? doing things i think
0: right and and the, And Christina, the cool, the cool thought about your thing is it's not, just, it's not just a regional thing. Yours is specifically meant for multiple marketplaces. My, I mean, I, I talk about it this way. Biz, this is my business side of my brain. Multiple marketplaces immediately. like this is not a regional service. This is like an international service which you can get like right away. Um, right, Absolutely. Is, Now, how now what I mean, I know that it's got to be difficult um, dealing with international trade and all that stuff. Um, I I'm sure that you've had to brainstorm like how to interact with different countries. How is that coming along?
2: So while we want to obviously be like, oh, my God, here's this cool thing. It's available everywhere. That's not going to be smart. it is going to be much smarter for us to concentrate on like a few areas so we'll probably obviously concentrate on the usa and probably asia just because we have the most contacts there um one like our one of our big markets are expats and expats are generally people who have traveled and they're generally very culturally well versed so it's gonna Mm. be much easier to approach and talk to those people. Cause they are people living in other cultures. They understand what it's like. Your other um, market is going to be travelers. And again, travelers are kind of the, they fall into that same spectrum of people who understand other cultures because they are willing to go out and go out of their comfort zone. So that's like, we obviously want to use this. Um, or, I mean, we obviously want to target locals as well. Because one of the biggest things is that in Asia, um, when I was in Taiwan, uh, there was a lot of friends, like, so there was a group of friends and they all went to the USA regularly. And then when every one of them went to the US, like everyone else would order like jeans from her because everyone knew their size because they were all really tall and they couldn't get like, you can't get jeans in Asia if you're like outside of the standard like height and stuff. Um, so... In Asia, they have a lot of need for things that are outside of their country, but because of, you know, strict visa requirements and stuff, it's really difficult for them to get that stuff, which means we would be a big help. How we are going to be able to uh, market to the locals uh, and basically build trust and, you know, have them want to use the services, Uh, just, I guess it's just going to... Depend on like you know, we just have to be culturally aware, and well, this is you're probably gonna have to cut this, Justin, because I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. Go ahead. You're but good. it's I mean you're it's it's basically every it's a thing that every business deals with. How does an American market to a Chinese? How does a German person market to a Mexican person? you, you have to understand their culture. So it's something we'll tackle. Uh, either by making lots of mistakes and offending a lot of people culturally when we to market to them <laughs> and ultimately hopefully getting it correct. Um but it's I th- I think it's hopeful because um so our lead developer, our CTO, she's from the Philippines. Um I have a a friend, uh she's um from paris she's french and she actually had like this uh same idea and then so she got in touch with us She's like oh my god you guys are doing this thing that we're also like i also wanted to do um and so i've been to a lot of countries so we you know between like the whole group of us we do understand more cultures um because we've traveled more which means hopefully when we try to marketing people in other cultures, we will offend them less and less often. (laughs) Well, you know,
1: obviously, yeah, you want to avoid offending people, but part of building a business also is you have to fail, right? You can't build a successful business without having some failures along the way. But, and then the the question is, if you're starting a business, are you uh, letting any roadblock, any failure, are you letting that stop you? Or is it, okay, or do we pivot from there, figure out what we did and move forward, and that's, you know, as long as you're approaching it with the right attitude, I mean, it sounds like you are, right? So understand, with this understanding that, yeah, there'll be some little failures, but we're going to work and work and maybe we'll try to offend less people. You're not going out there trying to offend people, obviously. It's, it's, a, right. it's not easy.
2: And it's yeah. not. And it, yeah, and it goes with, you know, uh, scaling at a manageable speed. Like, uh, we don't want to be like, right, right now, we don't really have anyone on the team who is super affluent in, say, I don't know, like Russian culture, just just right. a, you know, just an example. So maybe we don't want to you know uh, go into that market right away. We're going to start with the markets that we're familiar with, and then when we are able to scale a little bit, maybe we can bring on more people, uh, you know, onto the SpaceH team who understand you know or have who are better marketing acumen.
1: Yeah, that's a smart approach. Like you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. Um, yeah, you know, state. if at- you need if you need a yeah, I agree.
0: If you need if you need a correspondent for New York and somebody familiar with New York cultures, you can use me as your <laughs> ambassador. <laughs> and, Absolutely, uh, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know Mike is familiar with Houston culture, uh, yeah. so Houston, <laughs> Texas. I'm happy to
1: share the knowledge that I do have, if, if it can be of any, any help. <laughs> Houston okay, or Southeast excellent. Asia Between or, or India, uh, a <laughs> few various places.
2: <laughs> okay, excellent. Between the three of us, we have the uh, the East and West Coast covered and some of the middle. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and you know, actually, Christina, I am curious to hear more about... Uh, some of your personal story because you mentioned a moment ago a few moments ago that you after returning to the U.S. and you told us before the show that you had been abroad for you said four years I think
2: yeah it's around four years I lost count yeah you lose count of like how long you're gone how many countries you've been to where you've been
1: yeah I mean that's so that's pretty amazing you had a very extended um travels um and so you were you started in Taiwan or you were in Taiwan for a large period of that
2: um, I was in Taiwan for about four or five months. Yeah, um, nice. So not particularly. Yeah. Long.
1: So you were be- were you living in uh, a particular city in Taiwan, or traveling about? Yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah. So I lived in so I lived in Shindu, which is not very well known. It's an hour and a half south of Taipei, which is the capital. Um, so it's pretty close. Mm, but uh, most people just know Taipei.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so were you, um, when you were out there, this was, you were working on businesses or working out there or just kind of traveling about living, um, you know, a Taiwanese lifestyle? Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A Taiwanese lifestyle. (laughs) Um, So when, not like in Taiwan and then in all the other places, it was a mixture of Uh, I would I would I had a company I was following around and the main reason um, that I was following this company you know was because they helped me get a lot of like visas and permanent residences for that country and then so I could work with them have like a company provided visa and then just goof off the rest of the time Um, so yeah it was just so that and traveling and basically just you know, you have a point where you live, and it's generally surrounded by a bunch of other countries, uh, because unlike the USA, all the other countries are much closer, and traveling is much easier. Um, I'm sure you guys have figured that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you landed so, yourself a and job then, but... uh, What And will what will Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, and then I was saying, the other thing that I did a lot was, um, I was following, like, poker tournaments.
1: Oh, okay. Oh. Do you play? A gambler. <laughs> you're you're a you're a player
2: i used to play poker all right a lot
1: nice nice uh so are you uh are you a top com- poker competitor you a poker are so you a card shark i
2: fall uh oh, I, oh no 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 i don't know no, i've only played like once or twice <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, are you guys familiar with poker tournaments and how it kind of goes yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah so
2: it so basically, you know, it's in this city, and then it moves to uh, another country. Um, well, not and I that, just I'm not familiar with that actually. I'm
1: I'm thinking of like you know watching World Series of Poker on TV. I, I know like how the game works and how the tournaments oh, go, okay. but so I'm not familiar with this. Structure...
2: Okay, so the tournament structures, so they have like the World Poker Tour, the European Poker Tour, the Asian Poker Tour, blah, blah, blah. It's generally very like focused uh, in an area, for example, Europe or Asia or whatever. Um, and it starts like generally September and ends in May. And the reason, or it ends in like March. And the reason most things end in March is because the World Series of Poker is in May. And you know, so you don't want to have like your little mini tournament and then there's like the Monster World Series, which you can't compete with. And so what happens is every month, uh, they have a tournament in a place. So this month it'll be in, I don't know, New Zealand. Next month it's going to be in uh, Australia, and then it's in, like, Manila, then it's in, like, Indonesia. And so, you know, you just go and follow them. Oh. And that's basically Wait, so, what I was doing.
0: So so you're so you're saying that you are – we're talking to uh, may, not currently active world-class poker player, but formerly active world-class Poker player who was following the Poker World Tour? Is that what you're saying
2: right <laughs> now? Okay, so no, 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 no I didn't finish the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you lost it all on red. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't finish the story. So, with poker, you have, are you guys familiar with, like, or know the difference between, like, tournaments and cash yes. games?
1: Yes, yes. I guess, so. anyone listening, though, but we you can, might we want can to give explain a quick explanation. You go audience. ahead and give an explanation, though. Yeah.
2: Okay, so basically, a tournament is like, a competition so you know you pay the entry fee and you are part of the tournament and when you lose all your trips you basically go home and you know cry or something right. like that um... but <laughs> if you win then you win all the money that you know say there was a hundred people and everyone paid a dollar then you know the person who won would win a hundred times one which is yeah a hundred dollars um... but obviously like you know the top ten percent of people win or whatever uh... versus cash game is just you just play whenever you want uh, you use cash, and then so you, if you go in with a hundred dollars and you are super awesome and you have a thousand dollars in front of you, you can just take that cash out, take your thousand dollars and yeah. go do whatever. And you cash want game, you
1: can like buy um, back in. Um, if you if, you're, yeah, if you yeah, loo- yeah. if you lose, yeah, you can go back to the um, buy some more chips and get back in the next hand. But yeah, tournament style, which what you're doing is yeah, you you get your chips or your chips, and once you're out, you're done, boom.
2: Right, and it's so I am not a tournament professional i don't know anything about tournaments but i follow the tournaments and i play the cash games because those draw huge crowds and um uh, okay i guess i'll share this because everyone knows it already <laughs> um, yeah and, just that's interesting <laughs> everybody. Isn't this, uh, but you know hopefully nobody gets upset but basically the tournament is like the big thing you know it's like the olympics like oh my gosh whatever and then the cash games are just there because you know there's you know it's an event people are there and also people who get knocked out of the tournament they might have to wait like a day or something for the next tournament so they need something to do which means that uh not only are there more games there are more suckier people who play so it's just yeah exactly versus if you have a casino at you know a place and you go there on like a normal night the only people who are going to go that casino are people who are good because they go there every day but if it's like an event people are like oh my gosh this is fun i'm just gonna go and have fun
1: yeah and that's what i did so basically that's actually brilliant i never would have thought about that but yeah of course at all these different (laughs) poker tournaments you've also got side cash games and that's where all the people that are the people either not good enough to get in the tournament in the first place or people that are out um so you have a bunch of suckers playing in the cash games and so if you're good if you're decent you can Maybe go and clean house a little bit, <laughs> cash game.
2: Right, and there's also a lot of people who are like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool! I'm gonna just go to that tournament just because I want to say I win." Right. But you know, maybe I don't really want to play.
1: That's actually brilliant.
0: That's great, <laughs> Mike. There you go. That's how you. That's how we fund. That's how we fund Walking the Earth Podcast LLC.
1: That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good enough at poker. Um, no, I, I know how to play, but. Uh, I'm probably one of those suckers, actually. <laughs> that's that you're taking uh, the money from. <laughs> but you're
2: having a good time, right? You're having. Yeah, time. I'm the guy so who's like, oh, important. it's okay.
1: I'm um, I'm gonna go gamble. It's gonna be fun. And then yeah, basically funding um, travel for the folks it's like funding space for the good H, smart people <laughs> like you that are there um, to hunt people with like me. <laughs> well, here's what we're gonna do. I'm so gonna guess, team uh, up with Chris.
2: Spaceships. Cr- thanks you. Yeah. Yeah. For you're the welcome. Funds.
1: <laughs> I provided the seed funding team up with for Christina. Space Hitch, inadvertently.
0: <laughs> We're going to use Space Hitch in May when it goes live. I'm going to send you a poker book, and you're going to study it, and that's how you're going to win your way around the world and fund your trip. All right, studying poker. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, you can do that, though. I, you, There are people, I've met people, actually, while backpacking, that support themselves um, pretty much 100% from playing poker, uh, people who are high-level people. As poker, it's the kind of thing where, from on the surface, you might say, oh, it's luck or uh, what have you, but it's really not a game of luck. Yeah, an individual, on one individual hand, there is luck involved. Um, what's, what? there's a certain percent chance that your card's gonna flip or not gonna flip. But if you're playing for a long time, over a period of hours, uh, days, months, if you're playing the right strategy, if you're good at reading people, uh, it's actually nothing to do with luck at all. It has to do with how are you playing the game? Are you a good poker player? So if you are a good poker player, which I'm not, um, yeah, you, you can actually support yourself doing that. And I've met people who do it. Um, uh, my buddy actually met a guy in Israel, um, this dude Nick, and that's exactly what he does. Um, you now he, he plays poker and supports himself, huh. which, which I think is pretty badass. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, it's that, it, that's, that's the kind awesome. of the same thing that goes for... Businesses in general, maybe, um, or, or you know, getting that break. People talk about that all the time. Is uh, getting that break, um, and it's looked from the outside perspective. It looks like luck, you know. Uh, oh yeah, you got a big break. Like you got that that good gig, um, acting, or or your business got featured in something. Um, you got that break, and people from the outside say, Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, wow, nice, lucky break. But no, in reality, I, it's not luck. Maybe that specific all- little thing was there, but you. A Pre- lot of effort. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of effort that went into it. You were the person starting the business. People, um, people like you, Christina. You, so you were um, working, 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 working hard, hard, hard. Um, and then you set yourself up for when that break comes up, you captured it. Uh, so it wasn't luck at all. It was just the fruits of your labor that actually, okay, now you hit.
0: Yeah. And, and come May... Um, We'll see Space Hitch take off. Air war. Air war. There has been an air war with the transmission air war. And we're back. We had some technical difficulties, but we're talking about poker and luck and experience and hard effort and work but i'm I'm more curious actually so so christina you you gambled for fun, but your main source of income was working for this other company. Did any of your friends like have some weird sources of income while they were traveling, or is this this or is this like the most interesting like the gambling thing
2: um i I would say I gambled for fun, but it definitely um brought in probably more income than, like, just working for, for a normal job because there's lots of stupid people in this world. No, that's very mean. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um as far as what other uh, people did, no, I think everyone was pretty, you know, they just had, like, a normal job or, you know, everyone spoke English. So when you're out in, like, the Far East or the Middle East, you can just tutor English. Um, I met a couple people who worked for, like, the embassy of their country, but that's just more cool than it is weird. So, right. I mean, what are, what are, like, you thinking of, like, weird? No, we're, I think oh, more so, I so mean, it's... I mean, just different. I different.
0: No, I, I'm just thinking, like, like, I've heard of, of many different ways, like, I don't know, more than working a traditional job. I wouldn't say it's weird. I'd say it's just... You know, what are the different ways people were making income? Yeah, exactly. Working for the embassy. Uh, That's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. I don't know anybody who's um, worked for the embassy. Yeah.
2: There's travel bloggers who blog, and, um, so my friend, uh, Dan, he, he does, um, he has this travel blog, it's called The Stupid Foreigner, um, and he was telling me, like, he's been traveling for, like, ever and ever, um, he was telling me, yeah, if you're thinking of starting, like, a travel blog, and, like, making money from it, from ads, and all that stuff, like, everyone else does, it's actually super, super hard, so he's thinking about, like, selling some, uh, stuff that he makes to kind of support his travels, and, cool. But I would say nothing really that's made me been like, oh my gosh, like that's super like unheard of before.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. And those I, are all interesting I, things, just, though, I right? I
1: mean, we, so I've been asked the question actually of uh, from listeners to the show that say, what kind of things are people doing? Are these expats doing um, that allow them to live abroad? Like, you know, how can I do it? Uh, kind of questions. Uh, I think maybe that's Castle. Maybe what you were getting at, sort of. And it may not be a weird thing, but. Uh, I think for folks right. that haven't been uh, living abroad as expats, um, you know, to the, to the people that have say worked a job in the U.S. all their lives, it is kind of um, new information for those folks. Like, oh, that's an opportunity. That's the kind of thing you can do. That's how I can live in Taiwan. Um, right. Uh, yeah. I think I, so. You probably met a lot of d- different d- kinds d- of d- people that are. Um, you know, so you were. I actually. I remember now. You were telling us beforehand. You were actually um, managing um if a teaching company a company that was teaching people how to take the sats you're working for princeton review right um right and so you're managing the local staff and helping people to who want to go to an american university uh helping them to learn uh how to take the sats um and that's the kind yes which is like Yeah, it's a really cool kind of thing that you wouldn't think of. Oh, that's the kind of thing I can do uh, in Taiwan, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, so when you... uh, And it's really, like, surprising because you'll meet... um, Because, you know, people who are very similar tend to gather. So expats tend to, you know, gather with other expats. And that's, you know, the people who you're friends with. And you'll find that, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm from, you know, London or I'm from uh, Madrid or whatever. And now I live in Beijing and I am a, I don't know, a marketing assistant for XYZ company, which means, you know, they're doing the exact same thing that, like, they're working a very normal job, but just in a totally different country. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. I never thought to, like, you know, go to a whole new country and do, you know, whatever, be a, do marketing or operations or something like that. Um, and I think that's why that was one of the the ideas behind Space Hitch is just find uh, or give people another way to uh, be able to travel. So you already have things like um, couch surfing and, you know, really, really cheap hostels that you can find a place to stay for free. Uh, this way, you know, with Space Hitch, uh, the original plan was, like, we really, really want to promote, like, this service exchange, but obviously we're going to put it that if you are just super lazy or I – mean, I don't know, that's kind of mean, but um if you just <laughs> want to, you can obviously just – use money and exchange like a service fee, like, Hey, meet up at Starbucks and here's your stuff. Okay. Uh, here is the service, you know, fee. Uh, so, but we wanted to kind of, um, in the beginning, we wanted to kind of like make it not really money oriented. So if you wanted to give someone a tip for their services, um, we wanted to keep it kind of like, you know, friendly, like 10 or $15. And that would be really helpful to backpackers because when you're backpacking, you're often, you know, traveling on a budget. So ten fifteen dollars for helping someone out would yeah
1: be super that goes helpful. a long way.
2: <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you can get you by as a day of density. traveling
1: basically. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So hopefully Space Hitch makes it in as uh, another way that you can make a little bit of money on the road. And, and ultimately, money you're going to use for things like food or lodging or transportation. And that's why we have the service exchange. So you don't necessarily need money. Someone can host you, you know, in exchange for you bring something over. Ah,
1: right, right.
2: That's a good idea. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Think of that. Hey, sleep, in my, sleep on my couch for a couple days. Thanks for bringing me... These Doritos. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then one thing I really like to do um, is it's really easy in Europe. You just book a flight with a really long layover, like a 14-hour layover. Then you basically get to see two cities for the price of one. But it's a pain if you've got a little carry-on that you have to drag around when you're, you know, sightseeing. So one thing that, you know, I would totally, like, just ask for if I was space stitching for someone is, like, oh, can I leave my little carry-on bag at your house while I go sightseeing, you know, on my layover? Otherwise, I have to pay, what, $30 for the airport, like, luggage deposit?
0: Right. Interesting. It sounds it sounds like a a model that's going to be it's going to be a a community, definitely, because you're going to have to trust the person that you're interacting with without a
1: doubt. Yeah,
2: Um, right. Absolutely. And that's why we have the whole profile, like leave a comment for people and all that. It's just like
1: if I'm on couch surfing and I know I'm going to try to find someone who I'm going to trust them either to stay on my couch or I'm gonna sleep on this random person's couch but what's nice about it is I can go on and see their profile and say well this person has 60 positive reviews and zero negative reviews Uh, they're probably not an axe murderer so um, (laughs) you know I feel more comfortable doing that and so I yeah I, I imagine Space Hitch uh, as it 's forming is going to have us probably something similar right so, Oh, well, this person's delivered thirty eight packages successfully, all positive reviews, I and mean, this person always pays on time you know oh, eBay 's got a similar kind of system um, where where it 's you know basically the community polices itself essentially yeah exactly um, which is beautiful yeah. uh, it's it organically kind of works um, I think this it, is all kind of in the same vein of what we were talking earlier where these new kinds of companies the communal the communal kind of sharing of vehicles or of couches or of, uh, services. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's really cool.
2: Right. And then, um, oh God, what was I going to say? Oh, right. <laughs> so, um, one thing that is kind of just, uh, it's something that has to be done. Obviously there's going to be a service fee for this. Um, because what, what's going to happen is the buyer is going to pay us first, and then we're going to hold the money until the traveler goes and delivers it, and then we give the money to them, you know, just to keep everyone safe. Make sure, yeah. Um, And then there's, yeah, there's going to be a service fee. It's going to be totally free for the traveler, so he doesn't have to do anything to um, use the service. Uh, But for the buyer, what we're thinking is kind of like car insurance. So the more uh, successful space hitch trades that you do and the more positive reviews that you get, the lower your service fee that we take will be to kind of encourage people Ah. to do a good job. And obviously oh, gotcha. um, you know, if you suck oh, yeah. and you're terrible and you get all these negative reviews will increase uh,
1: That's good, yeah, yeah.
2: How much fee we take.
1: That's also a good system too. Uh,
0: I gotcha. No, that's all, that is a great idea to reinforce that. Um, I've I've also been thinking about this. I mean, um, I'm sure I'm sure you guys have addressed this, but one of the one of the things that comes to mind is definitely, you know, how you deal with international tariffs for items, um, since you are exporting things. And then also what it what how do you how do you plan to address if somebody were to do something exchange something illegal through the, the site? You know. I, I'm sure somebody's gonna try it at some point. Um, how 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 do you guys plan to address those those topics?
2: Okay, and that's uh, actually two different issues, but basically everyone asks it. Like, we were just applying for a I'm sure uh, that's the first thing they ask. <laughs> to, uh, and they were Man. like, well, how are you going to deal with this? Um, so illegal things is basically like a package. Um, and the rule on space is going to be no packages whatsoever. So whatever you need brought over, the other person has to go to the store and buy it and get a receipt. And, you know, they'll show you the receipt, and that's how you can be sure of the price. Um, so that way you can't have illegal things because, I mean, if you went to a store and it turned out to be like and you bought some chocolate and it turned out to be a kilo of cocaine, then you <laughs> sue the store and like make a million dollars. That would be you know, really, really good. <laughs> um, and so that so no packages that that also includes like, oh, I'm going to go to Amazon.com and order something and it's going to drop off at your house. Like none of that because. It could just be, like, someone else planting another Amazon box and all that stuff.
0: Right, um, right.
2: So, obviously, if someone, like, sends a message, is like, can you pick up a package for me? Like, then they the person should know, like, no, you can't, you know, they should not be agreeing to that. If they do, it's a violation of our terms of use. We're not going to be responsible for that. I mean, obviously, like, when that happens and, like, the shit hits the fan and, like the news comes in we can't just be like we'll just you know sweep it under the rug we'll obviously have to you know <laughs> take care right. of that but it is against our terms of use for packages, right. us, which hopefully eliminates all illegal things right as far as international tariffs right. um it's again the traveler has to be responsible so if uh, which means you have to know yourself we are not going to have a pop-up Uh, that says oh you're coming from London to Cambodia did you know the import taxes are this like no you need to be responsible for yourself like we're a platform uh, so we only facilitate connections if you choose to do you know basically stupid things or uh, not be aware of the law that is your responsibility so if someone says like hey can you bring me over 20 laptops you should say something like hmm that seems kind of shady. Uh, or you can say, like, that's that's actually totally legal. Like, I'll bring it over for you, um, but I need to declare this in customs. And that's going to be totally legal, you know, if you do it that right. way. And then you would be like, I'm going right. to have to declare it. Do you want to pay the taxes? And then the person's like, no, no, no. I just want you to, like, hide it in your luggage. And you say yes, and you end up going to jail because of this. Like, right. you know, this is kind of your fault. Like, it was really there. So there's some personal responsibility
1: um, element um, right. to it. Space hitching right.
2: Yeah but like yeah. Let's say you have Your own laptop And then someone's like Oh can you get me a laptop And now you have Two laptops um, And then you get You know Checked at customs And you get or whatever. Again this is your Responsibility Because you Like if you're a Traveler and you don't Know this like We can't educate Every single person That comes on Obviously there's Going to be like giant signs on our website on every single page like basically it says like don't be stupid um we'll we'll try to make it nicer than that but that's essentially what it's gonna say (laughs)
0: I gotcha yeah be cognizant of the international
1: laws and tariffs yeah well I think having awareness is just a general thing you should have while traveling also so uh. yeah
2: and then so if anything happens you know we are going to, like, everything that, like, all the private messages, all the transaction sheets are obviously going to be, like, electronic paper trails, so we'll go back there and be like, oh, hey, look, you agreed to something stupid. Um, obviously, if someone's like, oh, like, let's go talk on Gmail about this super awesome transaction I want you to do, and you go off on a Gmail and then you get, like, conned, like, bring 20 laptops over and go to, like, Cambodian jail again, that's, that's just going to be your fault.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I, gotcha. um, I got well, you. Well, Christina, um, this uh, is actually really interesting and uh, informative. Here, you know, it's an exciting business you've got um, sort of on the rise at the moment, um, and it's so spacehitch com. I think is the best spot for folks looking for more information. Uh, I think now you're
2: absolutely you're kind
1: of doing the beta testing now, or getting looking for the first round of people to test out the the system. Is that right?
2: Um. We were, but we um, you know, I'll just we actually scratched the private beta test okay. that we were going to do because it's really difficult to basically for the private beta, we would have had to find someone who was you know going from place a to place B, and someone who needed to be in place B that needed something, and that's just like a big hassle, so. Um, Right now, we're just building the prototype. We are going to play around on our uh, payment gateways, like they have a little playground, because that's going to be the most complicated thing: is the taking payments. I mean, as far as posting and forums and like profiles, that's not really too hard to test. So we should be live um, in a month and a half, about mid-May, and then it just that's just going to be the beta version, but it is going to be a beta that's open to everyone.
1: Cool. And so, folks who are wanting to know, they can actually sign up on your site now for the newsletter, uh, or something, something like this, right? Um, and yeah, provide yeah, their email address. It's
2: basically like. Uh, yeah. And so,
1: anyone. Anyway, so if you want it's to know like, what's going, uh, we'll
2: let you know. Yeah, exactly. When we're uh, live. So
1: anyone who wants to be in the loop about this, whether you're a traveler. Who does have extra room and you're looking to make a couple bucks, or hey, get have someone give you a place to crash or some other favor, uh, or if you are someone who uh, has been traveling probably, or uh, and you want some that item from abroad, uh, or maybe you just uh, really into r- something random that's in Chinese culture, for example, uh, yeah, you can sign up and you'll <laughs> know when this uh, when this site's launching at spacehitch.com.
2: Right and uh if you are like we've had a lot of people go to our Facebook site and they've just been writing like, "Hey, I'm going from this place to this place, like does anyone need anything? so it's actually really awesome to see like people are really really eager to start using space H, yeah,
1: yeah and we Excellent. we've got one awesome. more question for you um and this sure. is gonna yes. be on a um well, you can answer it however you want um this is the question we ask at the end of uh, each of our shows, and so what we want to know is. Um, and don't think too hard, but what is one thing that you would like to do in your life, uh, before you die? Anything?
2: Um, well, I have to (laughs) think hard about this. Um, I don't know, while I think, Mike, what is one thing you would like to do?
1: Oh, I would like to, um, wow, turning it around on me, on the spot, I I would like (laughs) to see every continent.
2: Oh, okay, what about you, Justin?
0: Um, I would like to perform in a comedy show in New York on a Saturday night prime time. That's what I want, one thing I want to do before I die. Okay. and And you can and it, Christina, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be the most well, I'll, what I
2: really thing. want to do is kind of uh, it's kind of uh, not uh, people are going to get mad at me basically, for this. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) You don't have to
1: make whatever you want. We won't get mad at you.
2: Um, Well, like, the audience is going to get mad at me, but, um, so in, uh, where was it? It was in China, or it was in Mongolia, I forget. There's this place where you can go, uh, like, ride a horse and shoot wild boars on, like, a bow and arrow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like, with a bow and arrow. But you only get one shot, because apparently, like, the boar gets really mad at you if you, like, hit him and then, like, kills everyone, because he's, like, 800 pounds. (laughs) So so you don't don't want to torture the animal. So if you don't kill him, yeah, if you don't kill him, like the there's a professional who will kill him with a gun, so nobody dies. But like, I would like to go fight a bear or a boar with like, I don't know, like a shield and like a knife. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow, that's awesome! Like old old Roman times, like wow. yeah. Greek times. Because you
2: can't do it with other humans. Like that's bad.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's... Christina, I would say yeah. that's pretty badass. That's pretty it is badass, pretty badass. I-, I know what you mean. though.
2: Right, but if if we want like a a good version, I'll say like the one thing that I want to do before I die is ride a shark. Wow, <laughs> That's cool. either either
0: one is pretty so
1: bad. I, I have an idea hey. for you. You should ride a shark and shoot a boar on bow and arrow while riding a shark.
2: Right, and then I can get away if the boar gets really mad.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then get have a getaway on a unicorn.
2: <laughs> yes, unicorn. <laughs> uh, cool. So basically, my whole question was like, if you have a pet unicorn, do you have a lifetime supply of free Skittles?
1: I I like think so. I, I think that obviously that's that comes with a unicorn. Is that what they crap out? Do they crap out skittles? Is that what it is?
2: I thought I like skittles flowed from their horn.
1: You, you, rumor has it that unicorns <laughs> actually have gummy bears also. So. Uh,
2: oh oh well that is. Maybe we'll better. have
1: a, a unicornhitch.com. dot <laughs> com. Get everything you want <laughs> delivered to you via unicorn. <laughs> I would sign up. For that. I'll, I'll sign me in up. Fact,
2: I would invest in that. So
1: unicorn hitch is uh, coming soon. Uh, but for now, I guess Dude. we have we don't have unicorns. <laughs> all we have is space. Uh, so you can check out space.
2: Oh, speaking yeah. of uh, unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So basically, like everyone who works on space hitch is like a big fan of World of Warcraft. Do you guys know that show? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's of not course. It's the, the game. <laughs> yeah. <Just> Absolutely. Like. <laughs> So next year, probably next spring, when the weather gets nice again, we're going to have a, like, worldwide quest. Um, kind of like, I think the closest thing we're related to is, like, that TV show, The uh, the Amazing Race, where people just go and, like, do quests. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So you're going to have, like, a big scavenger <laughs> and hunt it's... with
2: Space Hitch kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, um cool. But it'll be things that, like, you can do all over the world. So, like, if you're in New York and you're in Cambodia, you guys can both participate. Um, so it'll be a chain of events. um, and the top percentage, kind of like a poker tournament, the top percentage people are going to win, are going to be able to split, like, a prize pool.
1: That's really cool.
2: Um, oh, Right, but we're not, so I don't thick. think we're going to give out the money as a prize, uh, like, a prize, but we are going to, like, refund or buy you a plane ticket. Because the thing is, like, that's if you give awesome. people a plane money as a prize, there's going to go, like, buy gummy bears. With right. Um, <laughs> but we, we want to encourage people to travel. We want to be like, hey, you, like, you know, you've always wanted to travel, um and you never had a chance. Here's a plan to get go travel.
1: Yeah. That uh, actually is awesome. Can is this a team game?
2: Uh I don't know. Maybe so here's the thing. Like uh th- so it'll be like one year from now, which means um from now until the event comes up, the more you participate in Space Hitch, so like every time you trade uh or every time you refer a friend or you write a blog about us or whatever, you get these special abilities. So I think one ability we're going to give to people is that they can force another player to do an extra quest. So if you see, like, Mike is almost at the end, like, everyone can spam with extra quests.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I so am in like, on this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. So maybe,
2: like, uh, yeah, um, we'll have, like, a tag team ability. So like I can that. tag with Castle. Um, so he
1: can be the New York leg of my team, and I can be the Southeast yeah. Asia leg.
2: R- Right, right. Like, if you earn that ability, if you do enough Space hitch, Oh, or if you, you have you refer to earn... Oh, okay, I
1: see. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then, so, if you do anything, like, on Space Hitch, anything related to Space Hitch, you'll be able to participate for free. Uh, if not, there's going to be a nominal, like, entry fee. Right. But really, all you have to do is, like, refer a friend, and then you just enter for
1: free so i get i unlock world abilities the more i do hitch. on the, on the site that's pretty cool that's a really cool idea yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> the, i want to be a warlock like world of warcraft like we all love world of warcraft we're just like oh let's do something very similar uh,
1: i love the world of warcraft i want to wanna...
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just that was epic. i'm just gonna go <laughs> in so the bushes the way we're
2: gonna build the prize pool is Level for up. every everything that happens on space hitch. so again like every time someone space ages or sometime uh every time that someone um you know, refers a friends or refers a friend or something. Uh, we're going to put a set dollar amount towards the prize pool. So the more things that happen, right. the bigger the prize right.
0: pool is going to be. Christina, I'm just going to space hitch with my neighbors. <laughs> 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 You need the remote. I uh, here's the
1: remote. Give me a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna, le- I'm gonna level. I'm gonna on level up.
2: Site and we have traffic on the set. That's fine. Oh, we figured out
1: how to game the system. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna level awesome. up. I'm gonna be level one thousand. I'm gonna be like like uh I'm just gonna be a master pitcher. Just there you go. Yeah. And you
2: just spam everyone with extra quests se- Will Smith is now making a sequel
1: to Hitch called Space Hitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll
2: have the secret unicorn hitch unicorn life.
1: hitch um the super world secret of hitch. ability alright oh, well unicorns and space uh these things are wonderful and uh if, if any of this, this sounds Jeez, uh, I'm already sold on this little game thing. That sounds like so much I'm fun. I'm telling you, Christina is badass. <laughs> it Christina is badass. Is, you are a
0: badass. This
2: Christina. comes from like being addicted to World of Warcraft. Like, something good came of
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, check out, folks, spacehitch.com. Uh, Also, for us at Walking the Earth Podcast, um, you're listening to the show already, so you know how to find it. But in case you didn't know, uh, we are available on several platforms. That's iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Uh, Please like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash walkingtheearthpodcast. Follow us on Twitter. That's at WTEpodcast. Those are all the different ways and places you can find us.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Walking the Earth Podcast. Uh, This is Justin Castle signing off from New York. We'll talk to you next time.